support, but you know, extended friends, probably hundreds. So it was, uh, luckily we scored five that game, which was, which was nice, <laughs> which was nice for me. Um, so, uh, and they got one with like five minutes left. So I, I, I didn't get the shutout, but I was, I was just happy to get out of there with a W and it just happened so quickly. The game's over direct, direct bus to, to Logan airport direct flight to Montreal I think I was in my apartment um, about three hours three and a half hours after the game ended and I was just sitting there like did that just happen like it's like it's sometimes you got to pinch yourself so I'm very grateful for that experience and it was a really really crazy time and that not many people can say they've done yeah stole that game from a Bruins fan (laughs) yeah played well that game thanks man thanks yeah so how many seasons were you in Montreal for? Three, two. Uh, I was there for for I was in the organization for um, two years in the minor, minors, one year in the big club. You know, I played fifty five games. I thought I had a really good year for a rookie, and then um, you know I'm, I'm sitting up at my former Belmont Hill friends, one of the Lake House, and I get the text from my agent that the Canadians just traded for Al Montoya, who's a, a veteran backup goalie. So. You know, you think you think you do well, and you think uh, you know that that you're entitled to um, that that spot, but you're not, and it may not be fair. But that's just that's life, and that's the game. It's not fair. It's I I, f- I found myself learning that it's better to ask the question, "What's next?" versus "Why me?" Because the sooner you ask the question, "What's next?" the more faster you're moving towards that next goal as opposed to sitting where you are feeling sorry for yourself so I but I didn't know that then I felt sorry for myself for for a little bit but a little bit of a fire I ended up not having as great as a of a camp that year because apparently the writing was on the wall and I got put on waivers which basically means that uh you know the team doesn't even want they can't get any thing of value back for you so they're just going to put you out in the waiver wire where any team can claim you and if uh, I ended up getting claimed though by the Pittsburgh Penguins because Matt Murray broke his thumb in the World Cup of Hockey, and if I didn't get claimed, they they just won the Stanley Cup that year, so they're the last team to pick in the in the claim order. So the thirtieth team picked me. <laughs> if they didn't pick me, I was going to end up in the American Hockey League in St. John's, Newfoundland, which is a time zone which is actually further east than Boston in the North Atlantic by Greenland. So I was like, I do not want to go there. I do not want to go there. So I was like, I got picked up by Pittsburgh and um, didn't even, I only played one period for them. I played 20 minutes in Nashville and I think I had uh, eight stops, but I didn't let in a goal, uh, eight saves, no, no goals. So I never let in a goal in a Penguins jersey. And then after that, um, I was traded to Ottawa because Craig Anderson's wife was, uh, was got sick with cancer and he had to go take care of her and Ottawa needed a goalie in the meantime. And uh, I got traded there when I when we were on the West coast in California. I was, I was, uh, <laughs> we were at morning skate in Anaheim and I get off the bus after we get to the, to the rink in Anaheim and the general manager came up to me and he's like, good news, bad news. Good news is you're playing tomorrow night. Bad news is it's not for us. And I was like, okay, like, okay, you're going to tell me who it is. And he was like, you're playing, um, you're playing against Vancouver. And I'm like, okay, in Vancouver. And he's like, no, in Ottawa for Ottawa. And I'm like, tomorrow night. And he's like, yeah, and I'm like, well, it's, it's 11 AM in LA. 
and he's like but it's like 3 p.m in ottawa i'm like how am i gonna get there in time he's like your plane leaves in an hour and a half go back to the hotel grab your stuff get rushed through security with you know some vip treatment get on the plane barely connecting flight in toronto get to ottawa at 3 30 in the morning um so i got to ottawa 3 30 in the morning and the goalie coach texted me he was gonna pick me up at seven playing the vancouver canucks the next night and got like an hour and a half sleep woke up a couple of coffees meet the guys go skate try to get a nap and then uh, that game i was so tired my first game for auto i was so tired i was i was sick i was weak and we ended up winning one nothing <laughs> You know, it was just like all these, all these things that like statistically, if you were to put them on each other in a math problem, like the number would be so infinitesimally small that it wouldn't make any sense, but it, it happened. And I was, uh, was very lucky for that. And, you know, then I'm in, now I'm in another goalie competition with Andrew Hammond, who's a very good goalie. The year before, the two years before, he won like 24 games in a row. So he's a fan favorite there. And we don't know when Craig's coming back. So it was uh, – it was it was a crazy world when we ended up going on a great run there and um yeah that was that was a tough time <laughs> yeah you you won the job over him right Hammond yeah Hammond he was battling a hip injury too um so we had Matt O'Connor and Chris Dreger who were who were behind me and um you know Ottawa said the same thing to me like we don't know who's going to play next which is you're just playing tonight and we'll see what you do with it we're going to give you the ball and see if you run with it and um it was a very defensive system, which benefited me. You know, it's not, it's not as crazy breakdowns. You're not going to score as many goals, but you're going to have a lot cleaner looks. And um, yeah, I think I ended up playing 28 games in a row for the Senators, which in and of itself is, is a lot. I mean, we had, we had Christmas break in between there, but in the NHL schedule is so crazy and the travel is, is insane too. And so you're pretty much playing every other night in front of 20,000 people with millions of dollars on the line, not only for yourself, but for the team and people's jobs and livelihoods and all that stuff. So uh, there's certainly a lot floating down, floating around your head. And it's just a matter of, like I said earlier, just trying to make things as small and as narrow as possible and checking off those boxes, which so. Ended up going to the Eastern Conference Finals that year. We lost to Pittsburgh game seven, double, I think it might've been double overtime or one overtime, I can't remember, but you know, you're one shot away from the Stanley Cup and then you know, you don't get it and you're just like <sighs> you know, so yeah. hey, you know, it's it's the way the game goes. Yeah, tough loss there against Pittsburgh. Good team. They won the cup that year too, I think. They did win that. Yeah, and then yeah, they did. It was funny though, because like I was those guys I was on that team to start the year and now we're <laughs> playing them at the Eastern Conference. So like I know all those guys and they're and they're all laughing at me and I'm laughing like this is, you can't you can't write this stuff sometimes. Yeah. You stayed there. You might have won a cup. You never know. Yeah, might have. Might have. <laughs> um, so what happened, like, for the rest of your career during Ottawa after that season? After, um, yeah, we had that one great year. And the next year, and, you know, things things started to unravel a little bit. Um, we didn't play as well. We had high expectations, and we weren't executing. We weren't winning games. Um, we started off the year well. We ended up going to play a couple games in Sweden for the NHL Global Series. And when we came back, we – we weren't the, really the same. That, that travel took a lot out of us, and we got into a deep hole. And things inside the the locker room kind of broke down a little bit. Uh, we had a lot of off the ice issues, um, and I, I, I think I only won like five games that year. I think I played like like thirty eight. So it, it was very very tough. 
especially when you're not winning and when you're going into the game and things aren't going well and you don't know how many goals are your team's going to score or what kind of support you're going to get. It's just, like I said, it's just a matter of what can you do right now, take care of that and be the best you can in that moment. So we, we, that year didn't end up very well. Towards the end of it, I got a concussion. I took a shot in practice and then um, that kind of really started a lot of kind of revealing a lot of my, uh, my physical injuries and the, the body is amazing thing. It's like, it will find a way to do a movement, even if it's not the correct way. However, my body got so good at being bad that it's taken me all this time to undo all those compensation moves that I've been doing. So learning to move the right way again has been what I was doing. But um, the next year after that bad year, I came in a training camp and I was hurting and I was talking to the training staff and I wanted to get an injection or at least get an MRI, see what was going on. I spent a lot of money in the summer trying to with physical therapists trying to move. They couldn't get me to move, and I, I played those. Uh, played the, the, my first game in Boston. I didn't play well at all. I played pretty bad, and then I got another shot in in, in Phoenix. And Derek Stepan dumped the puck in from the red line, and uh, I went to go down. And you know, before that game, I told the trainer that I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna get a shot when we get back to Ottawa because I can't move." And they're like, "Okay, just get through tonight." And I was like, "All right." So I was kind of in survival mode, which is not what you want when you're competing at that level, you want to be in a thrive mentality, not a survive one. And I didn't make it out of the first period. I let in that goal in from the red line and um, got pulled. And then the next day I got put on waivers again. Um, you know, they wanted me to go work on, um, go down to the American league and go work. But at that moment, I knew that my physical health was in a lot of trouble and I ended up getting a cortisone shot in my hip. Um, and what cortisone does is it kind of just like makes everything relax and it takes the pain away, but it really just made all the muscles that were keeping me stable. It relaxed them. And it just, my body fell apart and I had immense pain in my hip and my lower back. And, um, I tried playing one game in the AHL for that team. And, uh, at the end of the game, I knew that, uh, I had to go get a second opinion and, and, and start the rehab process. And I didn't end up playing that year. Um, I was out the whole year and then, I made an investment to go out to Western Canada the next summer, go work with a, with a body coach who taught me a lot. We didn't get the goals we wanted and I was still in pain at the start of this year, even more pain. So something was definitely wrong. And I just tried to play this year and it didn't, it didn't work out very well. And so here we are and got some time with coronavirus to, 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 to take a step back, get away from hockey, get away from going in the butterfly living kind of a normal life, letting the body calm down, letting the mind calm down and, and, um, you know, starting from scratch again, which I have no problem with. So I've just been trying to build my foundation up, see if I can get the back to where I was and, and just be grateful that I, that I even had the, uh, you know, what I've gotten so far, but still being hungry for more. So that's kind of where I'm at right now and how things ended up after the Ottawa years. Yeah. So is your body like not fully recovered, but it's getting better? Yeah, I'm out of pain, uh, which is step one. So I'm at, I'm out of pain. I I, uh, I started, you know, really, really. Uh, I got I got so many toys and machines in here to to help me feel better and to to help my mobility. And um, I just been chipping away at it slowly. Started skating again like July first, and I've made a lot of progress since then. I'm about uh, I'd probably say I'm about ninety two percent. I'd say right now ninety two. So I got about eight eight percent. Gonna call the agent here in a couple of days, see what my opportunities are. And, 
um, you know, wherever they are, I don't really care what level they're at. I just want to be able to play hockey with a smile on my face again and just compete and, and you know, try to make that climb again because it's, um, it's something that means a lot to me. And I think it's, excuse me, I think there's a lot of honor in it. So um, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm not done playing the game. I still have a lot that I want to do. And, um, you know, I still have a chip on my shoulder too. I, I mean, my last NHL goal I let in was from the red line and a low light and, something that uh you know bothered me for a long time still kind of bothers me to be honest but uh i use it as fuel you know when when i'm when i don't want to go work out or i'm in, i'm hurting real bad i i go and i watch that that goal over and over again and some sports psychologists might tell you that's not the thing to do but the way my brain works uh it it, it is very beneficial to me and it kind of lights a fire under me so i, I watch that and I, and i say okay you know what can we do today uh, can you do a squat? No, you can't do a squat. Okay. Can you do a setup? Yeah, I can do a setup. Okay. Do setups. And then the next day, does my hip feel better? Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe try that squat again. All right. We can get a quarter squat. Okay. Next day it's going to be a half squat, you know, and it's just those, those are the goals, really, really small goals. Try to hit those and, and just keep moving forward 1% of the time. Yeah. So last question for you. Um, do you have any advice for like all like the young hockey fans out there? Or just anybody for any sport? Ooh, advice for young hockey fans. Advice for young hockey fans. Um, my first one would probably be uh, don't look too far ahead. You know, I, I've been kind of kind of saying that phrase over and over again. Uh, you can't get too far ahead of yourself. Um, you can't be preoccupied with what other people are doing. Um, and you can't, you can't, uh, you can't be angry at other people's successes, you know, um, it's tough at that age. Cause I remember, you know, when I, I remember being in eighth grade at Belmont Hill and a new goalie coming in and everyone's talking about that goalie and everyone's saying that he's going to be the starter and then he's going to be this and that and all these rumors and things flying around and, when I was young, that really wound me up and it really made me anxious and uh, it really affected my standard of living. So I think now when I'm older, my advice would be just be, you know, focus on yourself. What do you need to do better? You know, what are you good at and where are you deficient? And it's not completely about putting a hundred percent on where you're lacking. I would probably say it'd be like a 20% in what you're good at. You know, like, like if you're good at one certain thing, don't forget that you're good at it you know is that if that's your role that you play on the ice be good at that still train that and also check your ego away be open to criticism and work on what doesn't make you a good player work on you know all your all your faults and if you do that over time with sacrifice discipline and um this was actually a Belmont Hill vocab word. I learned in Mr. Brody's English class. I still always say alacrity, which means cheerful readiness. It was my first vocab word on his exam. So I, for some reason that's ingrained in my brain. So you were asking me earlier about Belmont Hill memories. I remember that vocab word. I remember where it was when I said it and, and where I learned it and cheerful readiness. You know, you, you gotta be uh, passionate and, and you gotta want to do it. And it's gotta, it's gotta be something that you want to do. So anything, what you're doing, whether it's academics, athletics, um, uh, you know, your social life is, is one, stay in the moment, um, two, take a good realization of where you are in your development as a player, like what you need to do and what you have done. Um, 
three, come up with a plan, right? Come up with a plan and a structure. And it's okay to maybe plan out, you know, further down the years of where, where these actions now today are going to take you, but just come up with your plan and how you're going to execute it. Are your hips tight? Okay. Well, you got to work on your hips. How are you going to do that? All right. Check that off, move on, keep going. And then fourth would just be smile, <laughs> smile. You know, it's things get so competitive and we get so wrapped up in it. And I, even me at 30, I still, um, I, I, I get in some, some negative, uh, mental pathways and it's just taking a step back and then okay all right no take it easy on yourself smile this is a game this is supposed to be fun and and enjoy it sometimes it's hard to enjoy but if it was good all the time it wouldn't be rewarding when you succeeded right the only way you can appreciate the good is if you know the bad and I think that's what kind of like uh, that yin, yin and yang symbol is, right? The good within the bad and the bad within the good. So understand those things. Um, stay in the moment. Um, take a good stock of where you are. Um, the third one was, I just made these at the top of my head. Uh, the third one was uh, stay in the moment. And no, it wasn't. We can go back and look at it. But the fourth one was smile. So those, those four things. Um, amongst others but to me those are the ones that have served me really well and um smile be kind and um you know and give back to and, and talk to people who are both older and younger than you like i have a, i have a, a lot to learn from you and i wish i could talk to you more ben but uh you know talk to people who have been there and talk to people below you because talking to you for me you know reinvigorates me about the game like i see the jerseys in your background and, and to me uh, that's like that that's 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 so cool man like there's a, there's a lot of pride there and that's and that's awesome and for me that like makes me excited about tomorrow morning and i'm already thinking I'm like okay what can i do tomorrow morning what can what can how can i get better tomorrow morning it may, it may not make me the best but will give me one step closer to where i want to be it will okay i'm gonna go do that so much gratitude for, to you my friend for for letting me come on here and talk to you and and, and kind of share what my experiences and um i also got to give you credit man you, you you reached out to me and and i was i was so so excited when you reached out to me because it does take courage to to reach out to kids uh, to reach out to, to older people and it's something that i didn't really have the courage to do when i was younger and it kind of hurt me in, in some ways so um a lot of respect to you my friend for for having the courage to reach out and um you know i want to reward that you know, you, you had the courage to do it and I want to reward that. And I want to, I want to pump up your podcast as much as you can. And hopefully you'll be raking in a hundred million dollars like Joe Rogan one day. And, you know, it's all I'm asking for is 1%. It's 1% of a hundred million. You got it. You'll have it. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Thanks for that great advice and everything that you've told all the viewers and myself today. I really learned a lot. I hope everyone else can learn a lot. And um, I hope like free agency goes well for you become 100% soon so you can play this coming season. And, yeah, thanks a lot for coming on. Appreciate it, man. All the best. Hopefully we got to stay in touch. If you got any questions, feel free to reach out, man. You got my number now. So I'll be following. And, and, and what's going on with you? How's, how's Belmont Hill doing with the COVID? I haven't, I've seen some pictures online. But